Welcome to If These Walls Could Talk. I'm Jody, And I'm Dylan. And together we want to have conversations about learning to lead our family, learning from the families around us, our lives in ministry, and making a home to house it all in. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey together. Hey, everybody. So today we're talking about something that I am, this is, this is my, my big spiel here. This is my platform. This idea of redefining productive, Mm -hmm. um, redefining what that means individually, what that means for you and for your family and, um, just kind of making it look right. Making yeah. It, um, so I think the first thing you have to consider, that we have to consider, because I definitely have to do this maybe every day, is um, figure out really, truly, what are we expected to do? Because mm-hmm. we have this idea that's way bigger than... Yeah, we all see like the, the Pinterest boards with like the perfect house with the, just the right amount of decorations yeah. that looks like it's never been lived in but we think somebody lives there yeah these and houses that, that are actually staged the goal. Yeah, yeah staged for a picture and we think man if this person can make their house look like this in the midst of life mm-hmm. i have to do that too because i need to look perfect yeah and we do want to share like the best side of us we want to share when our house is you know yeah we don't want people to come over to a pigsty exactly um but in reality, we do have dirty dishes because we do use our dishes so often. <laughs> yeah, um, I think there's even this. You know, I love Pinterest. You won't find anybody who loves Pinterest more than me. Right. But I do have to keep it in check because you can even find not just the pictures of these uh, staged homes, but even articles, I guess, or whatever, um, about how to stage your home, how mm-hmm. to make your home look staged. Yeah, and that yeah, yeah. shouldn't be the goal. We shouldn't right. want our kitchens to look staged. We should want a kitchen that works and functions and maybe is pretty, but right. ultimately... It needs to be useful. Yeah, it has to yeah. suit your needs. Well, I think that with our bathroom, like we we have... I mean, it's like a four square foot bathroom in our house. and yeah. So we keep thinking, like, how do we make yeah. the bathroom look good and functional and we ended up ripping out our closet to make it a 10 square foot space instead of a 4 square foot space. Yeah. And it was amazing how much bigger it seemed, but at the same time it's still like it, it's small. Yeah. And it's small. <laughs> we still try to look up ways to make it functional for us. But when you are looking up things online how to make a small bathroom yeah, functional, it's like, well, uh you put a shelf in and you put pretty stuff on it yeah put your q-tips in these pretty jars no my q-tips ain't the problem right we we have a small bathroom and we need to make it functional not make everything look pretty um but it's that way with everything i think with parenting with in relationships we can often look on social media or just not necessarily just social media just anything look Mm -hmm. around and you see what you are expected to do or what it's supposed to look like Mm -hmm. or and you are kind of wondering, why can't I make this work? Why can't I make it be like this, like it's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. And it's because it's not. It's not actually supposed to look like that or be right. like that. Right. Um, and there are, like we said, there are plenty of areas that that expectation can come from. 
Mm -hmm. You can put some of it on yourself. I know I do. But also like your family, you know, the way you grew up or even like your family now, your spouse. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like you put crazy expectations on me. Mm -mm. But um, it can, they can all just kind of add up and something's going to slip through the cracks, I guess. If you just keep adding things, it's just going to crash. Yeah, I remember we were talking with, uh, when we were engaged and doing like premarital counseling, Mm -hmm. like uh, the, the, the couple who was leading that, they were talking about like, who turns off the lights? You. They were talking about like, who, when, when it's bedtime, who makes sure the doors are, are locked, who makes sure the lights are off, who makes sure the heat or yeah. the air is set at the right temperature. Because you have this idea of who is supposed to fill this role. Right. But it may not be that you both agree because... Maybe um, it was different based on how you grew up. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's a really interesting thought that they, that they taught us was just like, there's these sources of conflict mm-hmm. that can happen. Uh, just based on your already established ideas that you had before coming in. Mm-hmm. And that can be with, I mean, turn off the lights. That can be who pumps the gas. That can be how people interact with each other, yeah. who is supposed to be the one to speak up at a place uh, yeah. when it's whose turn is it to talk, who, when a kid shouts for somebody, uh, who responds. Yeah. Uh, and we, we feel that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we can get so caught up in these expectations that we have for whatever reason that we will start to actually feel like we're just failing. Mm-hmm. And I I know that I specifically, if I'm failing at one thing, then I'm I'm just throwing in the towel. I have failed at all of it. Yeah. And the whole everything is, is coming down. Um I'll not be cooking supper tonight because <laughs> Because our bedroom's a mess. Yeah, exactly. It just can't, you can't keep up with it all. But um, but that doesn't mean that you failed. Right. Yeah, you're not failing just because you got your bedroom's a little messy. Yeah. I think one thing that I, I try to do um, is just stay on top of what what do I actually need to do today. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I love lists. Thank you, Mom. And so I love this idea. I I try really hard to just prioritize. This is what needs to happen. And more than likely, this is what needs to happen before this can happen, before this can happen, mm-hmm. and before this can happen. It makes logical sense to go in this order. Mm-hmm. Um, so what actually has to happen today? Or um, what do I need to do today that so that tomorrow can be what it needs to be? Um, but just making it smaller so that we can put it into... Yeah, make it possible. Scale. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, if, if you get a messy kitchen and you're, you're trying to clean the kitchen and then you walk in and the living room or your kid's bedroom says uh, rigged. Which is 100% of the time. Uh, that's I one of those things. It's like, yes, the kitchen is done. Yeah. I will clean the kitchen first. The kitchen is my, it has to be done. That's the one. And the kid's bedroom and probably the living room is always a mess. Yep. Because that's where the kids are. But, again, that's part of it. My kitchen or my living room is not supposed to look like a staged living room with fluffy pillows exactly where they need to be because my kids wrestle on them. And right. that's, that's their purpose for the time being is to be wrestled on. Right. And smushed into the couch. Right. 
So what can, what needs to be done today, and then even what can be done today, because sometimes that list is still too long, and something's going to have yeah. to get bumped. Yeah, I think today is one of those things. It's we hit a really, a really busy portion of our life, and mm-hmm. the kids were hanging out with some people from church, and so we went and we tried to get as much stuff cleaned up as we could yeah, before we hit the road. What can we do in two hours? It's like, all right, so what needs to be done? And I was mm-hmm. like, well, we smell bad, so. Let's take care of that first. And then I was like, all right, now we can try to get the dishes done real quick because we're getting ready to leave again. Yeah. Uh, so we are just trying to, and then, I mean, right now the kids' bedrooms don't look very good, but that's nope, okay. they're pretty awful. Um, and I heard someone say this, and I love it. And they, they were actually talking about, um, I think, food and what your kids eat because you can't control everything yeah. they eat and whatever. But she was saying, sharing this idea of the 80-20 rule, which may be a thing I've just never... I don't, I don't know. know. But where I try to control 80% of it, I can do 80% of this, and the other 20% is just going to be what it is. If I keep them, if I try to feed them healthy 80% of the time, the other 20% of the time, it's not a big deal if they get cupcakes and Doritos and whatever. Right. Um, but you can't control everything. You're not supposed to. Yeah, you we can't, can't walk do... into somebody else's house when our kids are. And it's like, no, they can't have pop. They can't have juice. They yeah. can't have those cupcakes when everyone else is. Like yeah. that's, it's not fair to the kids. It's not fair to the people that's trying to, trying to love on our kids, kids and yeah. serve our kids. And so, I mean, it is just when we're home, we try to be with food wise. We try yeah. to be healthy ish and speaking of kids, milk and, and water are our drinks of choice. And yeah. Because when we go out, they're going to get juice because we try to not look like awful parents in front yeah. of people. <laughs> but it's that way with everything. I can't control 100% of everything. But if I do 80% or 70% or whatever, mm-hmm. if I do what I can, then the rest is just going to have to be what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea that everything can't be the most important thing right? to you to me right there are a lot of really good ideas a lot of really good and we have things in our family that are um that are really important to us like we've talked about eating dinner at home at our table yeah that's one of the most important things to us that is that is a top priority to eat dinner around a table even if it's going out even if it's at home or somebody else's house we don't want to sit in front of a tv or in different rooms yeah but we know eating. people that do. But we, we know, know people, people that do, and they and love it, and that is what works for them. And yeah. That's how they're redefining productive. Yeah. And as it gets more and more, uh, more and more busy, as life gets busy, those people that we're talking about, like they use those moments to just rest and yeah. find peace in themselves. And we're finding those times in other places. Mm-hmm. But they're using dinner to just be. Yeah. This is part of that. This is one of our important things. Yeah. And in the same way, something else is, and so dinner is really important. Bedtime is really important. Yeah, for bedtime's us. really important. To us. When the kids go to bed, we we do bedtime. We each take a kid and do the story. It's the glory we, of having two kids, right there. Yeah, <laughs> and lay we lay beside their bed until they fall asleep, and then we sneak out, try not yeah, to wake them just up because we're really, not trying to stay there all night. Right. Really sweet moments. Really personalized moments to our children that we're trying to give them, just to show them that we. Yeah. Are there and are always going to be there with them. Uh, as you probably hear them banging around the kitchen right now. Yeah. But those two important things, that's what we prioritize and everything else is lower on that list. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we could come up with more, but 
I think those two are the big ones for us, for sure. But things that are really important to to our friends and families around us, yeah, just aren't. aren't Yeah, we we are friends with people who like bedtime doesn't really matter to them, and those people that we're friends with who dinner doesn't really matter to them around a table. I'm I'm secretly jealous. Huge for them. I'm secretly jealous of those people who are like, okay, go to bed. Oh man! Sometimes it's just like I wish I could just send them to bed, and they'd be yeah. like, "They'd be like, oh okay, yeah. hugs and kisses, one day. good night." One day maybe, and then we'll cry. That yeah. when that day happens, we'll bawl like babies and beg them to let us come and tuck them in bed. Yeah, but um, I don't know. But this is this is the season, and again, whatever being productive is can be according to that season. Yeah, you know, I know. When our kids are teenagers and busy and in different sports and different things, we probably can't have dinner at the table as much. We'll but it's going to still be a goal for us is to try to have yeah. dinner together. Yeah. But things are going to change all along the way. And yeah. it's normal. Yeah. And it's okay to redefine what this looks like. Redefine what is okay for our family, for yeah. your family. Yeah. Redefining productive is just like a fluctuating, realizing that everything's going to be okay if it's not perfect. Yeah. Um. I think we have built up this idea of what the Proverbs 31 woman is to be perfection, but that was never what God intended. God yeah. never, he never um, expected us to be perfect, to be perfect mothers or, or wives or whatever it is. Um, so this, this scripture about this Proverbs 31 woman, although is amazing and, and the goal that didn't mean that she was productive. It meant that she, or it didn't mean she was per- perfect. She was productive for her family. Yeah. She was, she saw something that needed to happen and it was a priority to her and she wanted to get it to happen, whether it was in Proverbs 31, buying a piece of land or, uh, that's the one that comes to my head. Also. Yeah. Uh, just, her candle um, never went out. Yeah. She's making sure that all that is taken care of. Yeah. But I mean, the Bible is full of, um, you know, Jesus actually was perfect and that he is the goal, but we can't be perfect. Right. So and he's it's perfect, full so of things that we're supposed to look up be, to. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, of course, of Mary and Martha who struggled with what is the most important thing, serving or or um, sitting at Jesus' feet. Yeah. Or, and um, Martha kind of busied herself thinking, oh, but I have to get this on the table and I have to, I have to mm-hmm. do all of these things and, and could even got kind of resentful because not only did she expect herself to do all of these things, but she was expecting Mary to mm-hmm. follow suit and do all of these things as well. Yeah. And that's because those things were good. Those were good yeah, things to do. Yeah, she was serving. She was, yeah. she was taking time to make sure that everybody was going to get food and drink and that they were going to be comfortable and that's what we want when people come to our homes, we want them to feel uh, comfortable and feel like they're at their own home. Yeah. Uh, and so she was doing a, a very good thing, Martha was. Yeah. Uh, when she got messed up is when she got mad at Mary, who was spending time with Jesus, listening to him. Uh, sometimes we get we busy ourselves so much we forget about what's important and where the priorities mm-hmm. need to be. Uh, yeah. Not think- that she was wrong, but... Yeah, that one specifically. How many times have we said or heard, "I'm too busy to read my Bible. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm too busy to do these things. I'm too busy." Well, what's the most important thing? Because, because really, those things can wait, but spending time with the Lord can't actually wait. It's right. that's something we should be doing. That should be priority number yeah. one. 
And it's um, so hard. I mean, you're waking up and you're going, and uh, if you're like us, the kids are 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 our alarm clock. Yeah. Like they're the ones they wake up before we do, and they come and tell us to get out of bed. And I get going to work, and uh, and then it's the day's gone, and I get home and uh, want to spend time with my family, and then I just keep thinking, oh man, I'm too busy to do this, and yeah. really, I just that needs to be made a priority. Yeah. Um. But when when Martha did kind of confront, can you imagine? Martha confronted the Lord and said, <laughs> uh, "Hey, what's going on here?" Um, he says, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Not even that what you are talking about, what you are doing is wrong. Right. Um, it was that you've, you've got a lot on your plate, but Mary has chosen the one important thing, the most important thing, and I'm not going to take it away from her. And so... Like we said, spending time in the Lord, spending time in the Word, is the, it's the most important thing. Everything else that we do in our life won't function well. Yeah. It won't go right if we are not putting that first. Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. And then from there, all when, of these things will fall yeah. into place, and yeah. something at the end is just going to have to yeah. fall off the track. Uh, in, in college, I was... My roommate, he, I don't remember who he heard it from, uh, but he was talking about priorities and how we have to set priorities, just like we talked about with redefining productive. Mm -hmm. And we're setting these priorities and we're trying to make sure that this is taken care of, this is taken care of, this is taken care of. But he said at the end of it, or like his point that he was trying to make was, your priority is Jesus, not priorities. Mm -hmm. Jesus isn't at the top of your priorities. He needs to be the priority. Mm -hmm. In everything you do out of who you are in Jesus, as you are seeking Him, resting in Him, everything you're doing needs to come out of that. Mm -hmm. But as you make Jesus your priority, so like you were saying, uh, like if we're not focused on that, we're going to get all messed up. We're going to yeah. think that we have to do it all on our own. Yeah. And Jesus never tells us that we have to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and mm -hmm. do it all on our own. He says, ask yeah. and you will receive. Yeah. I've even said before to Dylan, I, when I get a little overwhelmed with the house and the kids and the food and the everything, like, I just need to leave. I need my, I need some space. Need a moment, yeah. And so I'll, like, go, um, whatever, I'll probably go, like... Go to the store. Go to a store and walk around for a little bit, and yeah, it's real fun. But every time I'm like, man, it just didn't actually make me feel better, because that's not actually what I'm lacking, what I'm missing out on. It's not restful, it's not peaceful, right. it's not... That's not what I need. What I need is time with the Lord. I need yeah. actual spiritual rest. Um, but busy seasons or slow seasons, it doesn't really matter. Right. We get we get overwhelmed. We get caught up with this idea um, of having to do everything and having to do everything perfect. And yeah. I think we just need to take a, a breather. We don't have to do everything perfect. Yeah. Put it back... Where it belongs. We do things. We should give it its worth and yeah. its time and uh, make sure that it fulfills its purpose. But we're not called to do everything all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's there's rest in that. There's hope in that. Um, so thank you for listening to uh, us talking about redefining productive. Hashtag that stuff. Uh, if you search it, you'll probably see a lot of Jody's stuff on Instagram where she is hashtag redefining productive I think she does a few a week pretty much <laughs> no. when she's feeling those moments <laughs> uh, 
but thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to pray, and then we will uh, and see you next time. Father, thank you for uh, what you are, and I pray that we set Jesus and you as our priority and everything we are comes out of you, that we realize that we can have rest and hope in you and that we don't have to be perfect because you are. Thank you for Jesus. It's his name I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us on this episode of If These Walls Could Talk. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at If These Walls Podcast. I'm Jody. And I'm Dylan. Grace and peace.